Good morning. I hate to keep bringing this up, but school is back at the end of this month. The first day of school is August 24th. So write this one down. School administrators are saying that this year the bus service will be better. For Tuesday, August 8th, it's your Loud Now Morning Minute. Today's Morning Minute is sponsored by Get Out Loudon. It's a new service from the Loudon Now team to help get you out of the house and to explore the county's many ways to get out. Go to getoutloudon.com for our complete calendar of concerts and events. And if you've got an event, make sure you get your dates on our list. We want to help get more people through your door and make your event a success. To stay up to date on the latest entertainment, you can also follow Get Out Loudon on Facebook or on Twitter and sign up for the weekly e-newsletter with the best stuff each weekend. It's all at GetOutLoudon.com. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. This very week, the schools find out how many bus drivers are coming back for another year. This time last year, Loudon was short 89 bus drivers. That meant some drivers were making two trips every morning. They would pick up and drop off one busload of students, only to turn around and pick up a second load. Some students were arriving to school late, and in some cases, students were on the bus for up to an hour and a half. School leaders have ramped up recruitment, increased pay and benefits, redrawn bus routes, and even made changes to class schedules to address that shortage. If you've been following this issue, you may recall that the school day at every high school and four middle schools will start 15 minutes later this year. You know how I love numbers, so here's some numbers for you to get an idea of the scope of this thing. The county will have 535 bus routes this year. That means they need 598 drivers, considering on average 63 drivers are absent on any given day. If every person who drove a bus last year returns for this school year, the Transportation Department would still be four drivers short, according to Transportation Director Michael Brown. If previous years are any indication, they'll be more like 11 drivers short on the first day of school. The Transportation Department is also asking the school board for approval to apply for funding from the Virginia Department of Transportation's Safe Routes to School program. That funding would go toward two projects that would encourage more students at Briarwoods High School and Countryside Elementary School to walk to school. The project at Briar Woods would build a pedestrian bridge over Belmont Ridge Road for somewhere between $950,000 and $1.2 million. Students often jaywalk to get to school instead of crossing at the Ryan Road intersection. The Transportation Department thinks VDOT probably wouldn't go along with a crosswalk there since it's a four-lane road, but they might go along with the pedestrian bridge. If that happens, it would expand the walk zone around Briarwoods, meaning fewer students would get bus service because they could more easily reach the school on foot. The project at Countryside Elementary School would put a trail or sidewalk on the side of 777 Road for between $300,000 and $450,000. It would connect the sidewalks around Cromwell Road and the trail northwest of Heather Glen Road, meaning at least 56 more students who ride the bus could walk to school instead. These applications would have to clear both the school board and the Board of Supervisors. Both boards should see that request within the next couple of months.
This is all part of an effort across the school system to encourage more students to walk or ride their bikes to school. School leaders have been trying to find funding to build more crosswalks and bike lanes to grow those walk zones around the schools. Most elementary schoolers living within a mile of their school don't get bus service, and most middle and high school students living within a mile and a quarter of their schools don't either. If by any chance you want to drive a bus, pay starts at $19.32 an hour. Go to loudnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, Congresswoman Barbara Comstock is already facing at least nine people so far who want to run against her as Democrats. Now, she also has a challenge from the right. Decorated Air Force combat veteran Shaq Hill is announcing he will run against Comstock in the primaries. That's S-H-A-K, not the basketball player. Shaquille O'Neal doesn't live in the 10th District and is actually planning to run for a sheriff down in Henry County, Georgia. That's neither here nor there for our purposes. Back to Shaq Hill. In a video announcing his candidacy, Mr. Hill focused particular attention on the House of Representatives' vote for the American Health Care Act, an attempt to roll back the Medicaid expansions and many of the protections under President Barack Obama's signature Affordable Care Act. Congresswoman Comstock was an 11th hour no vote on that bill, citing the, quote, many uncertainties in that bill. House Republicans called a vote on the AHCA before the Congressional Budget Office released calculations of its impact on insurance rates and costs. Mr. Hill has also aligned himself with President Donald Trump. I agree with the president on his conservative initiatives. And Barbara has been a major obstacle and, quite frankly, an embarrassing distraction. I will help move the president's agenda forward. Mr. Hill is a graduate of the Air Force Academy and after leaving the Air Force worked as a certified financial planner. These days, he's the publisher of Guiding Light Books, LLC, and owner of Guiding Light University, LLC. According to his website, his agenda includes replacing the Affordable Care Act, controlling spending and reducing the national debt, restricting access to abortion, and defending the right to bear arms. This is not Mr. Hill's first foray into politics. He previously made an unsuccessful bid to run against United States Senator Mark Warner in 2014. His campaign for the Republican nomination was cut short by a vote by acclamation for Ed Gillespie. If that name sounds familiar, it's because Mr. Gillespie is now the Republican candidate for governor of Virginia. In 2014, Mr. Gillespie lost narrowly to Senator Warner. So far, at least eight people are vying for the Democratic nomination to challenge Congresswoman Comstock, and a ninth has filed paperwork with the Federal Elections Commission. Democrats have targeted Congresswoman Comstock as a vulnerable seat in the House of Representatives. Although she narrowly lost Loudoun in the 2016 election, across the 10th District, Congresswoman Comstock beat Democrat Luann Bennett by nearly six points. But the 10th district also heavily favored Hillary Clinton in the 2016 presidential election, voting for the Democrat by nearly 10 points. Loudon voted for Clinton by nearly 17 points. The town of Round Hill has formally opened the debate on expansion plans that could double the town's population. They're looking at bringing about 200 homes into the town limits. In fact, over the long term, they could eventually bring in as many as 1,300 people. Today, the town comprises 236 households and 590 residents. 
Round Hill is unique among Loudoun towns in that most of its residential development is actually outside the town limits. There are almost 13,000 homes and about 32,000 residents outside the town in the Joint Land Management Area, where the town and county cooperate on planning development. If you live in the JLMA, the town provides water and sewer, but you pay higher out-of-town rates, and most of its water and sewer customers pay those out-of-town rates. Mayor Scott Ramsey said bringing more people into Round Hill would be good for both the people in the town now and the people in the neighborhoods that could be annexed. For people in town, tax rates would likely decline, but utility fees could go up. For people joining the town, they'd get a new bill for real estate and personal property tax, but they would no longer be paying out-of-town utility rates or have to pay for trash pickup. Mayor Ramsey said it would also keep more Round Hill money in Round Hill. There are short and long-term plans. According to the town study, if the whole short-term expansion area actually goes through, incoming households would pay an average of $626 per year in town property taxes and would save $305 per year in reduced utility fees and $346 in garbage pickup fees, meaning a small net financial benefit for the average household. Mayor Ramsey said no decision will be made until late this year. There are still other opportunities to meet and voice your opinion, which we have on our website. Uh, the opportunities, that is, not your opinion. Although, we do have a comment section. The driver who crashed into a Sterling house Saturday night has been charged with assault and driving under the influence. According to the sheriff's office, 27-year-old Remington Sabea of Rockwall, Texas, was driving on Linden Court in Sterling Park just before 11 p.m. when he drove into the house. He was charged with DUI, refusing to take a breath test, obstruction of justice, and assault and battery on law enforcement. He's out on a personal recognizance bond. And if you're looking to buy a home in Loudoun, the county is offering two home ownership loan programs to help with down payment and closing costs. The Down Payment Closing Costs Assistance Program offers eligible borrowers the opportunity to borrow up to $25,000 or 10% of the home sale price, whichever is less, to be used for closing costs and down payment toward the purchase of a home. It's open to first-time home buyers or people who haven't owned property in the last three years. It offers 30-year second mortgages at 5% interest with no prepayment penalty. If you're a county or school system employee, the Public Employee Homeownership Grant Program offers a $10,000 forgivable loan for closing costs and down payment toward home in Loudoun. It's open to people who haven't lived in Loudoun for the past 12 months or who are first-time homebuyers. The loan is 100% forgivable for people who maintain qualifying employment and live in the home as their primary residence for five years. It's a five-year loan in the form of a second mortgage with 0% interest and no monthly payments. To qualify, you have to have an annual gross household income of at least $33,100 and not more than $77,250. Get the full story on all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On today's calendar, the Cooley Gallery in Leesburg is hosting an open ceramics studio from 6 p.m. to 8.30. You can use the studio time to work on your own creation or join instructor Amy Manson for a class project. After the class is over, she'll fire the creations. It's 25 bucks plus another 25 for a bag of clay. Get the details on this event and check out the rest of the events calendar at getoutloudon.com. Okay, have a great day. Mm -hmm.